I'm the queen of fear for sure. And this thing about making transition scared the pants off of me five years ago. We are straight talking Southern girls in our 50s, and that's what you're going to get. Welcome to Ladies Roadmap. I'm Joe Jamie Tyler. And I'm Lana Helda. Come along for the ride as we travel and connect with accomplished women and thought-provoking subjects that will motivate and spark you to dream, laugh, and get the most out of your daily life. Today, we want to talk about staying current and engaged in life, whether it be a career, your passion, or simply through your daily actions. You're right. You might be a volunteer or you're a mother or maybe you're even a grandmother, but how are you embracing change and how are you staying relevant? Yeah, this is why we kind of decided a round table, a small, it's a small round table, but a round table of two women we, Joe Jamie and I, feel have done a great job staying fresh and relevant in their respective ind- industries, which by the way are very different industries. Well, you'll find that out later. But you know, JJ, I think what's interesting when talking to the many women that we interview is how important it is to not only have the ability to embrace new things, but also have that ability to not to know when and how to pivot when necessary. And to that point, in our new Ladies Roadmap Journal, Lana, we address this in our chapter on intention to reinvention. And Again, whether you're still working or you're not, we know it takes effort to stay actively in this game we call life. It does. And with no further ado, we'd like to introduce, we have Sherry Swanson today, who you all may have heard on our nutrition uh, episodes. Sherry is a nutrition counselor and has a wellness center. She's had and been doing this for 40 years. So she is what we call an expert for sure. And she's been doing this a long time. She looks awesome. She takes great care of herself and she is really a mentor for me and has been for years. So we're really excited to introduce Sherry. Again, we'd also like to introduce Marsha Brachet. She is a real estate broker here in Newport Beach in Southern California. And Marsha has been in real estate for 38 years. I can attest to what a professional Marsha is. I've bought at least five houses through Marsha over the years. And she is the quintessential uh, get it done professional woman. And she continues to change and shift where she needs to. And she's a beautiful woman staying fresh and vibrant. And we are happy to have her here. So welcome, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's great to be here. So we just want to open this up because we were started, Lana and I have been talking about this a lot of, we have a new Ladies Roadmap journal that we're putting out and it's there to inspire us to really stop and look at our lives and make sure that we're not staying stagnant. We are a group of strong women. We are interested in keeping educated and learning new things. And we just want to talk about that today. As a matter of fact, Sherry, tell us a little bit about how you are feeling, how you feel about staying relevant. Well, 
I don't want to be left in the dust. And that's exactly what's going to happen if I don't stay relevant. And believe me, I'm not a techie. I don't really want to know, but I am learning as I go because I've been lazy and let my front office girl do it all. And I realize I'm making a transition this year so that I have more time to play. So much of this is going to have to be done by me. So I got to get the lead out. So tell us about what you're going to do. What, what is that going to look like for you? Well, what it's going to look like, this is, this is my picture at the moment, and it might evolve. I really feel like I don't want to spend so much time in an office, nor do I want the expense of an office anymore. I just woke up one day about two months ago and realized I was mortal. And that was the first thing that I dwelled on. And then I thought, well, between now and dead, how do I want to live my life? (laughs) And that was another epiphany. And I started getting excited at that point, so I got out of bed. And I thought, wow, you know, I don't have to do this this way anymore if I don't choose to. Hallelujah. I am inspired. I didn't even know this about you. This is fantastic. Well, I just thought I got so used to waking up and realizing at the first of every month, I have this big nut to crack. And even though I'm not driven by money, I have to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. And as rents continue to go up, I thought, do I want to spend the rest of my life thinking about finances and how I'm going to make those plates spin? Because they're you can change that if you want to. Well, that's what I love because that's what our Ladies Roadmap Journal is all about, reinvention. Mm-hmm. And you, here you are, you've been doing this all these years, and yet now you can still do what you do, but you can reinvent yourself again, and you are a poster child for that. And and we just appreciate you sharing it. That's awesome. So you're it sounds welcome. like you're going to be, um, so now what? tell us how are, how are you going to be conducting your consultations? Well, I have been practicing a little bit. I was really resistant in the beginning because I'm so used to being able to look at someone four to five feet away and watch their physical actions, their emotional actions, and that had a lot to do with how I'm going to conduct that counseling. I didn't think I was going to be able to do it through a FaceTime or Skype. I have found that I am finding the ability to do that, even with technology, and not being able to touch the person, I actually can figure it out. And that's pretty exciting to me. And I think you were mentioning that you now you're going to take a class. In- yep, yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a class. I got a new laptop, and I told my front office girl, never go into the teaching profession because... Uh, it wasn't easy for her to explain it to me, certain things, and she was getting annoyed. <laughs> and uh, I didn't blame her, actually, because I can be annoying tech- from a technology point of view. And I thought, this is not her responsibility. I'm going to go take a class. I've got this brand new, pretty good-sized laptop that God knows what it can do, so it's up to me to figure out what it can do and how that can benefit Well, me. and they have great classes, so kudos yeah. to you. And, you know, I think one thing I wanted to bring up, too is that, you know, sometimes some of us are working due to necessity. Some are just doing it, as we said, to stay engaged. Um, And so, you know, for me, for example, 2010 wasn't really friendly to us. And so I still really do need to be working. Um, Marsha, you have been, as we said, in this real estate industry for so long. Tell us a little bit about how you feel about 
getting out there, and you're competing with some very young young whippersnappers out there. I'm competing with lots of beautiful young whippersnappers who are smart as a tack, and I find it energizing to be around them. It's absolutely exciting to be around them, and for example, in my work here at Villa, we have the most incredible IT department and marketing department, I learn from these young people every day. And the wonderful thing about it is that they don't mind that we ask. They don't mind that we're trying to learn those of another generation. So I find that very invigorating to be around them, to be around their ideas, and know that what I'm doing out in the field is supported by wonderful people. That helps me continue to move forward. Yeah. Do you think if you had to do it all yourself, it would be the same? It would. No, it would be overwhelming for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that's interesting that you're saying that the young people are willing to be helpful. Yes. Because maybe a lot of us don't think that. Maybe we're assuming that they're going to be, oh, that's a dumb question. Like you know, people yeah. say, there is no dumb questions. So no. this is encouraging to hear that. As a teacher, I can tell you that. The only question that's dumb is the one that's not asked. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's great to hear that, you know, people are, don't be afraid to ask because people that's will right. be more supportive. And if like you're like Sherry and you are asking someone and they're getting frustrated with you, then move on and find somebody else right. to do it. Yes. Right. Yes. Good well, thinking. what I do is bring them cookies and donuts instead. <laughs> that's <laughs> really good. Go. So, Marsha, how do you think it's changed um, since you started in the industry, what do you see has changed for you that's maybe even been challenging and that, and that you have overcome? Well, the biggest change, of course, has been the move to technology. You know, back in the day when I was first a licensee in 1982, our MLS system was really in a book. It was just simply a book, black and white pages of where houses were, and we went religiously through these books. And as we went through the technology times that started for us really in the early 90s in the real estate industry, we knew that we had to be on board or we would quickly become irrelevant and people would not be looking to us for superior service, which is what we like to provide. But I would also like you to talk a little bit, Marcia, about you know, yes, there's the business side of it, but then why else do you enjoy continuing to work? Good question, Lana, and you know me well. And a lot of it is because at this point in my career, to answer you, is I look for the relationship and the the significance of the relationship of many levels with my clients. And that's the part I enjoy the most. And frankly, that's how I met Lana and Sean and baby Evan. And when you were pregnant with Cassie, was at an open house. I would have never had that connection if I hadn't been there on a Sunday afternoon on a bayfront in a beautiful home and meeting you. That changed my life. Yeah, all of our lives. You never know. So for me, and I think for my husband Jim, because we work together, Our partnership really works for us because of the trust. And I think that clients and potential clients can see that. And then they know through the continuum of our service that um, 
the relationship will grow. Well, what would you be doing, do you think, if you weren't still selling real estate? Miss Lana, I would be painting in my studio. <laughs> Which you will. You know, and you, I, I mean, and you I do. do that anyway. Yeah. It's yeah. just I can't do it as often as I like, but it's always there within me. Well, I, I was telling Joe Jamie, um, we had a house in the mountains of North Carolina, and there were a lot of uh, very established older people that belong to this this club and they would fly in from Florida to go to to be there in the in the summer and many of them were still on number a number of boards because they had been CEOs of like General Electric and big time big time companies big time businesses and jobs and they would say don't stop working. They would say it to my husband. They would say it to my brother-in-law. Don't stop working because you can only play so much golf. You can only go do so much yoga. And you're, you just, you get old and you get, like we said, you become less energized. I mean, motion and energy begets energy, right? And I think the challenge of continuing to work on some level or another really keeps you engaged in know, current. Uh, with others when you meet them, it, it keeps you relevant. And you have something to talk about. And you have some, because you're doing something. But I think what Lana asked was a really good question is what do you have on the side to bring you joy, to bring you pleasure? And we all know this that life throws us curveballs. You know, somebody gets sick, you have to quit work. You know, what are you going to do when you don't work anymore? And I think that's a really valid question for everybody. It was almost like to me, now I'm realizing. Uh, I sort of plan for my children moving on. I know the empty nest syndrome mm-hmm. shocks people so much, but I felt like, and I think, Lana, you were the same way. Mm-hmm. Right. I worked. Yeah. I, I planned six years ahead. I saw the writing on the wall. I got myself, I was an at-home mom. I said, you know what? This is not going to be good. When they leave, all of a sudden, my, my helicopter mom world is going to end, so I better have something for myself. So I then transferred into becoming an image consultant, which I really enjoyed. That being said, now, you know, as we look forward to the next step, which might be retirement at some point, what would that look like? And it would change. It doesn't mean you have to stop to say you're retired. It just means possibly you're doing something different. Mm -hmm. Sherry, can you address that concern? Because I know you really have enjoyed your work over the years immensely, and you really don't want to stop. What do you see for your future? Well, when I say transition... I don't know really what next September will look like, but what I'm doing along with my husband is we're reevaluating, do we want to stay in this area? And we are born and raised uh, Southern Californians. And uh, if someone had asked me that a year ago, I would have said, you got the wrong person. But I think there may be more for us somewhere else, and I am lucky that I can continue working no matter where I am. Great. And actually, you're setting yourself up for that. Yes, well, and I am. Thank goodness for technology. For, yes, and yeah. thank goodness for technology, because really, if I had to reinvent and establish another office, and um, no, I'm not interested in working that hard. And I just figure whatever amount of business I have, that is the amount of business I will have. And that is very freeing to me. You know, let's talk about that because um, 
you probably will choose because uh, this area that you live in is very, very expensive. Yes. You're probably going to choose someplace that's not quite the, that's correct. the cost. So that's happening to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I know um, for my own family, that happened to uh, my mother. She wanted, had to relocate. And it's been um, really, it was traumatic. I'm sure. I mean, it could be traumatic for anybody. Yes. And I feel like that's something that... Um, Maybe hopefully this show will give someone ease about it, you know, and say if you are feeling traumatic, just be open because moving somewhere else can be really energizing. I think that's the key. I I think Lana's heard me say this a thousand times, so forgive my repetition. But if you want to keep moving, you have to keep moving. And if that moving is literal, uh, not just with your physical workouts or whatever, but literally you want, need, or are considering moving to another place. I think it's exciting because it just adjusting to change can be exciting, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it keeps you moving. It is what you make of it. That's right. And you know, there's that saying. Some people will say. Well, what is it going to be like there? What am I going to find? Am I going to find people? And and there is a saying that's, you'll find whatever you found where you were before because that's what you're projecting. And if you're a person that's that that's going to project and try to meet people and be friendly and open, it's going to happen to you wherever yes, you go. Granted, let's be realistic. It it is a little bit tricky when you first move to a new place. It does take a little bit of time. Yes. Like if, if you imagine, Joe Jamie, if you'd moved to, moved to Las Vegas and your mother and your sister and they hadn't oh, been no. there, it would not have been the same thing. So you know, it's nice to have at least like Sherry. If you do relocate where you're thinking, and if you're family if a family member is there that makes a big difference so but my mother moved up to Washington State and from Atlanta and they really didn't know they they knew they had four houses to to so the end because he had inherited these houses but once they got there they really didn't know what they were going to be in for and they are the happiest they have ever been they have more friends than they ever had mm-hmm. and they wouldn't change it for a world i mean for anything in the world and they're thrilled to be there so it's that whole mindset mm-hmm. back to being open yeah the the one thing that said to me is but all your friends and all your support system is here. Well, you know, there could be some people out there that you'll meet that could be the best support people you ever met. You, I have found, and I think I was always wrong about that, is I always felt that long-term relationships were the only ones I could count on. And in today's world, I don't think that's true anymore. Wow. I agree. Because people evolve, they don't always stay the same. You can still like them and appreciate them with the changes, but they may not fulfill you in the Mm -hmm. same way. Mm -hmm. And it's not a negative, it's just a change. But the other, to your point as well, is that when you meet someone new, you, you could just connect. Yes. You know, you might just... We've all had that experience. Sure. You feel like you, you just, just met... Connect. Even when I met Lana, I felt like I knew her for the... Mm-hmm. I knew her. I felt like I knew her my whole life. Mm-hmm. Well, and then sometimes things change because people's f- physicality change. They yes. become sick. They become they become depressed. They're, they're, they're having a difficult life with their children, whatever, and they're not there for you. So it's usually, you know, not about you. It's just whatever's going on in their life, and that's why it's important to, A, I think... 
be happy with yourself. I yes. think that's really important. And then be um, be open to those new people and 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 make the time. It's that's one of the things in our journal. We have a, a section on. We have a section on your dreams and desires, and then we have a section on making space for your dreams and desires. And so we we work through that in our workbook. And it's interesting because there are a lot of things we'd all like or like people we'd like to meet, but are we really making the time or the space, I should say, for that to open up? And honestly, Sherry, if you did decide to relocate, even though all of us would miss you horribly... um, you would be really making space for a lot of new, exciting, and exciting things it. in your life. Well, and it's so a question mark, you know. It's sure. a question mark. Sure. And, but I, it it's nothing to be afraid of. Yeah, and you're open to it. You're open mm-hmm. to it. So that's great. All right, ladies. We've been so talking about the positive of all of this, but I think it's really important to get down and dirty. And let's talk about some of the challenges. Marcia, can you tell us some of your feelings on that topic? I'm happy to because I've moved a number of times and for a number of different reasons. And I think one of my biggest fears, and it's just mine, is finances. And I just want to be sure that there are some smart moves involved with the risk. And and you don't necessarily mean moving to another state. We're talking just in general, right? About it can be anything. Any it move you be, make. It can be any movement. It could be a job change. It could be a change of location of where you live to another state, another part of the country, another country. And it's interesting to have to go through the challenge of handling the fear, but yet keeping your confidence at a level where you will continue to pursue that possibility. And that's what makes you stronger and more interesting. It's all about the journey. Always. Always. And we have to address those fear factors. Sometimes the fear factor is not about making a change. It's just that fear of, wow, what's going to happen if I don't get up and hit the ground running and make that money? Yeah, I've got to go make that money. I've got to be, I have to be successful. I don't have any other choice. Yes, that's exactly what drove me is basically we needed my salary if you will and that's what kept me going even with two little kids and no money to have somebody help me take care of them i mean you figure it out yeah it's a great motivator it is i'm the queen of fear for sure and this thing about making transition scared the pants off of me five years ago and i'm a slow learner it's taken me longer but i'm at a place now where it doesn't scare me anymore. And that's a really good place to be. That is a good place to be. And I know you'll make some great decisions. Um, it's funny, we were talking, Judge Amy and I did a show uh, recently, and she was talking about how I had to sort of take a little bit of a, a back seat these last few months because I had just gotten so, so busy with the other business. And Judge Amy was talking about how it really put a mirror up to her as to, wow, now I have to do all these things. And can I get over the finish line with all these things? And we talked about how when your feet are held to the fire, you learn to get over the finish line. You know you have to. So it's really 
there's a silver lining in everything. You know, I never thought that I would have to be working so hard and so much, but it has been a great experience. I have seen also uh, the respect that I have that I receive from my husband, from my children, from others. So I think that again, we all have to get up every day and as uh, Sherry, you were talking about every day is a gift and and that we are all so healthy and we can get up and work every day. Marsha will say that to me if I call her and I'm a little bit, a little bit weary, <laughs> she'll say, yeah, but Lana, look at us. We have the energy and we have the health to get up and work every day. And that's an amazing thing. So I think that we are grateful and there is there, it, it beats the alternative as Sherry and Marsha always tell me. And it's true. And I think it's great that we're all staying engaged. And Jamie, you know, you You've said since we've been doing the podcast how exciting it's been for you. I know. It's been one of those things where, you know, Lana and I was saying how as we we can't always remember words, we can't always do this or that, but now all of a sudden doing this podcast every day, I'm, well, I'm not even able to speak right now, but normally <laughs> I'm not so tongue-tied. No, that we can, uh, you know, articulate more, our brain's firing faster, and so, and we're learning new technology it's and great. and we're also doing everything Sherry tells us and taking our mental acuity and our <laughs> <laughs> and our lesson then on all of our brain food, which makes a big difference. But yeah. we're so grateful to Sherry for all of her advice. Yes. And we're going to have some more nutrition shows on. And for anyone who's interested in buying a home, I can attest as a testimonial about probably four or five homes through Marsha Brache, and she is amazing. And I'll let you tell your information so she, if someone wants to contact you. You can contact me so easily with on my cell phone. The other best way is really just to call the office at, at Villa Real Estate here in Newport Beach. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Marsha. We'll be able to find all their links at our website, ladiesroadmap.com. Ladies, thanks again for taking Thank time you. out of your day. Thank you. Thank you. This is wonderful. Would you like to hear about our recommended product of the week? Sure you would. So come on over to ladiesroadmap.com and sign up for our newsletter. It's not to be missed. You'll get our current happenings on Ladies Roadmap and Ladies Roadmap Journal. Don't forget to sign up. Thank you for listening to Ladies Roadmap. And until next week, remember, the greatest part of a road trip isn't arriving at your destination. It's all the wild stuff that happens in between. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Just go to ladiesroadmap.com and click on podcast. It's as easy as that. Or you can subscribe on iTunes. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Ladies Roadmap. And you know what else? We would love to hear from you feel free to email us at info at ladiesroadmap.com. We'd like to give a shout out to our amazing music producer, Cam Tyler, at litloops.com. 